Moon and Stars. I am your host, Bintu the Guru, and I'm here with some of my fun, amazing, talented friends. So I'm gonna start to my right. I have Roxy. Roxy, introduce yourself and tell them what you do. Um, <clears throat> I do a lot of things. <laughs> I do hair. I do braids and locks. Um, I have a mobile hair styling service called Roxy Mobile Styling. Do you do your own hair? I do my own braids, yes. These are oh individuals. Oh my god, that is so cute to me. Thank you, both. I got yes, you. Yes, okay, um, okay. Cut, so. Oh, wow. Can you zoom in on it? It's I nice like, and hello, <laughs> that is poppin'. It's like. nice and fun and funky. Um, but yeah, this is what I do, and uh, locks are my specialty, so get with me. Um, what else? Um, I work with an after-school program called Robots and Mentors. Mm -hmm. um, Robots and Mentors is based in West Philly, and we basically do what it sounds like. Um, we have a mentorship program where we teach kids robotics and coding um, and things like that. And um, I just launched uh, Philly Play Care. It's a drop-in style child care service. Um, we provide like on-site child care for events and um, special occasions and things like that. Um, so, yeah. Okay, okay, so it sounds like you got a lot going on. I do, I do. And what is your sign? <laughs> I am a Cancer Sun. Cancer Sun, yes. okay, so that's and, your sun sign. Yes, my moon sign is Aries, and my um, rising sign is Libra. You know what? Y'all get so deep with that. Okay? Seriously, no, everybody is all 12 signs. Everybody doesn't even know their, their rising sign exactly. and their moon sign. I know, but it's important to know, like, if you want to get deeper into astrology and who you are and you know, what your role is in life, um, you know, I suggest like looking into your, your birth chart. Okay. Well it's also call your natal chart. Definitely there's so many websites that they can go on yeah. to kinda get that right. going. So if you guys want to know a little bit more about that, you can email me at sexmoonstars at gmail.com. And to her right, we have Lloyd. Lloyd, tell them a little bit why you are on the show today. What's going on everybody? My name is Lloyd Talley and I'm a fourth year PhD student in human development at the University hey. of Pennsylvania where I study ethnicity, Janet. gender, sexuality. <laughs> and all the things that make us human. So we're going to kind of get into the nitty-gritty about how some of these concepts come about and what the truth about it is, not just what we like to think it is. Ow! And Lloyd, let me, I just got to say, you're looking fly today, okay? Did you yeah. get it to work? I'm loving that I did work. <laughs> I'm loving that shirt. I'm loving that shirt. I thought sex, moon, and stars. I was like, okay, this is I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yes. Okay, so it is my pleasure to my left to introduce my good friend, okay, Uncle Chuck. I mean, so many, so many people know him in the city. Like, <laughs> randomly though, right? It's like random. Chuck is like everywhere. But Chuck is also known for really connecting the city. Um, he did the We Culture uh, photos, mm -hmm. photo shoot. And how many, how many years did you do um, We Culture? Three. Three P. Um, 2014, 15, and 16. Mm -hmm. um, 2016 was the biggest one, and that Joan got in three newspapers. Um, like front page of Metro. Yeah. It was in the It was a big What Tell them a little bit about what We Culture was to begin with. It was basically, um, we were just trying to capture a moment. Um, there was a lot going on in the city, a lot of creative people coming out until they um, finding themselves creatively and all types of things. And I just wanted to, like, kind of just show some unity. Because you know what I'm saying? We always talk about Philly and I'm like, like, we curse. Yeah, you so it was just something this is like a symbol of like unity and the um, creative community the like art underground the whole like young professional underground and um 
It just was a good, it was a good vibe, baby. It was, and I think it was amazing that you were able to connect so many people like that because at the end of the day, like, Philly has so much talent. I mean, I know so many young people who are artists, writers, fashion designers. I mean, Chuck even makes clothing, you know? Righteous Rebel. Righteous Rebel, mm-hmm. The Chokers are crazy. Do you have them in some stores? No, I'm not doing, um... I don't want to do no store front nothing until I have my own situation. Okay. Cause like I got a whole like message and everything behind yeah. my joint, so I want to I want to present it the right way. Yeah. And then you know. Right. Down the line, you know, have. And like, I feel like that's fair. Like, that's yeah. fair. And honestly, like I've known Chuck no lie since I was in high school. We were yeah. actually together. The Chuck of high school is definitely Chuck today. <laughs> He's. I'm sure a lot of people run into you yeah, from high school. Yeah. They're like. Chuck? You know what I mean? Like, the first time yeah. I ever seen Chuck on his, like, new tip when I was, like, going to college, coming back on the weekends from Howard and stuff, I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> right? Yeah. what I like. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, when you grow up, you gotta find yourself. That's what Where you was. from? You from West? Nah. He's like, that's it. That's just, it. Just try it. <laughs> I would guess West. Like, what's, I don't, what's the crazy thing? Like, the, <laughs> the craziest thing is, everybody think I'm from West Philly. I'm not from West Philly. So I'm from you? South Philly. Um, spent a little couple years in uptown. I'm not gonna front. Uptown helped mold me into kind of mold me into the individual right, right. Um, that I am now. But as far as like, I guess the the, the true Philadelphia part of me is like South Philly. I'm just not like a slime ball nigga. Right. So that's like the yeah, I ain't slime. I'm not slime. I'm not yeah. slime nigga. But you know. <laughs> I mean, so it's all good. So it's really good that everybody's on the show. Everybody's getting to know each other. I mean, everyone's from different backgrounds. But tonight, I think that we have some strong opinions on board. And so I'm excited. Let's just jump right in. I want to give a shout out to... We do shout out. So every time on the show, we shout out something that really stood out to us. To us. So Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish mm -hmm. Gambino, he won an Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actor in Atlanta. Okay? And although Insecure did not win an Emmy... We have to shout Issa Rae out too. Why we shout Issa Rae out? What did Issa Rae say when she was asked on the red carpet? She want the black people. Who to win. she was rooting for? <laughs> Who did she say she was rooting for? She said, honestly, um, I'm rooting for um, everybody black. <laughs> and she just was like, like a matter of fact. So let's just like say, you know, give Issa Rae a, a big applause, everybody on the show. because I saw an article saying that um, white people were saying that that's racist and all that. And I understand, like, if white people were like, oh, mm, I'm rooting for everybody white, yeah, you know, that would be obviously wrong, but in politically incorrect or whatever, but, I mean, white people run the world, in, in, in my opinion, you know, <laughs> technically, in, in, you know. And I just feel like without saying it, they say it every single day. You know what I mean? Um, it's not it's not even as subliminal as it used to be. And so when Issa said it, I felt a sense of pride because why not? Why can't we say that's what we're rooting for? We are rooting for it. We're, we're a community and we need to, the, the sooner that we start looking at it like that, the better off we'll be. Right. And okay? what, I, what, I, what I saw it is, it's like, okay, Issa Rae, you know, the show was popular, the, the, the right. actual event itself was popular for people who may not be in their mindset to root for other black people, for uh -huh. them to see this black woman in the position she's in and the success she has, right. for them to see her say that, it yeah. might spark something. And I'm like, damn, okay. There's people out here who do love other black people. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? It's not, because I think a lot of people still but, just yeah. don't get it. Right. Just don't get the whole right. uh, united black community thing. It's exactly. like, why aren't we, why aren't we getting the program, basically? Exactly. I think that, I think that in just in regards to white people being sensitive about it, the fact that she had to say that 
speak volume right, right there. Right. Yeah, the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, like if it was fair, she wouldn't have to say like, "Oh, I want all the black right. people." I'm just rooting for black people. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that the history of us being slighted, so it's like now we getting our shot. Yeah, Man. I don't care who wins. Right. Right. I want somebody black win. That's all I care about. Um, last person I want to shout out today is Cardi B because Cardi B is having one hell of a year, mm -hmm. definitely. But more importantly, not only is Bodak Yellow now number two, I don't know if it's reached number one yet on the Billboard charts. However, she um, just inked a shoe deal with Steve Madden. Wow. Yeah, so wow. that's a big deal to me. Um, it's just like what Rihanna's doing with this Fenty Beauty line. Like, yeah. just taking over in all different dimensions. Who says you can only conquer one lane? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. do it all. You know, do the impossible. Dream the biggest dream that you can dream because you only have one life to live. Mm -hmm. And if you don't take advantage of that life and do what your heart desires, you'll be the only one left out right. on the stoop. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's no one else to blame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's nobody else to blame. Yeah. So, um, let's get into some foreplay. Mmm. Foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all think I'm gonna do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Foreplay. Mmm, foreplay. Um, any updates on Kanika Jenkins, that case? Um, what do you guys think about what happened with the Chicago team? Because there's just so much going on and more footage has been released. Um, and it's just really, really, really tragic what happened to Kanika. I don't have an opinion because remember I was saying before we um, began, like I don't follow certain stories online um, or in the media for the most part. I'm not a real big a real big news watcher, so I get my information just from like friends and um, you know just people that I follow on social media. Um, so I, I you know I heard that you know she was a young girl. She went to this hotel party. She got intoxicated or something, and somehow she ended up in the deep freezer and she died. Right. From what was her cause of death? Was it freezing to death or was it? I you know, it's very hazy, and that's the thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, the so autopsy has not been done. Mm -hmm. It's I'm hearing strangulation. I'm hearing. Yeah, okay. there's no record of her going anywhere near this freezer that she wound up in so there's no way that there could have been it was no mistake right this was right. something that happened oh, and so it's interesting right because about a year ago and on a similar note maybe two years ago when they found the young black boy rolled up oh, in yeah. the gym mat right? nobody, oh, nobody wants and, to and, 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 and no one can ever figure out why these young people this happened to them it's but Exactly. In that regard. <laughs> but the Kanika so, story is just very bizarre. And recently, some um, an, a young man was at the party. You know how young people are, like, Snapchat and all that? So he was making videos. And in his videos, she's in the video about three or four times. So initially, they thought that she had um, passed away prior to even being in the party. But now you know that she was there all night having a good time. So this this young lady passed away at like 2, 3 a.m. So and nothing but bad things happen around that time anyway. Like you need to be in the house, you know, somewhere. If you're not like really somewhere. They were too young. They were smoking weed in there. They right. were drinking. How, how they were taking out to... <clears throat> how did I even book that place? That's the, right. I think one person worked there okay. or something, but it, that was real shady. How old was she? I think sixteen, wasn't it? Sixteen, nineteen, nineteen. No, I think she was like sixteen. She was young, I think. That's the, I don't that's think she the was thing. Young. That's that's the thing. Like, oh yeah, she was nineteen. She was six. That's why it's a nice topic. It's so it can be related yeah. from my perspective in right. so many instances. Uh huh. Yeah. Because if there was a strong family uh, foundation, I'm pretty sure that she would not have been out there. Her dad, yeah. her, her mom's, or whoever, her dad's would have been accounting for her. You know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Okay, so. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I, people saying that the conspiracy theories, that's ridiculous, all this other stuff. But I do believe that something foul happened. And I don't know what it is. And I don't know if we'll ever get the truth. But I know that I wish this young lady had some justice for her life. Because every life matters. You know what I mean? Like, it's not good enough to just sweep this under the rug again. Another, another young black 
kid gone, life just lost, like it means nothing. No, their life does mean something. So we are going to speak about it. Whether you agree with this this um, idea or this motive or not, you know, it's important for anyone, even in the media, to, to report what's happening. And I'm going to report it, and we're going to talk about it. Moving on. Um, so pedophilia is on the rise, obviously, all around the world. Maybe it's, it's not that it's on the rise, but probably it's always been going on. But the cover-up, the, the, the veil is being unlifted at the nasty... Listen, social media has made a monster. It really is. It has given these pedophilia... You don't even need to look at child pornography. Child yeah. pornography is every day. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing young kids who are 9 and 10 with Instagram pages with their shirts up and doing mimicking their parents yeah. and their hairstyles. Yeah. They don't even have little kid hairstyles right. no, 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 no. They don't, you don't even get the same hairstyle. Not, um, they're over-sexualized. Yeah, you know definitely. what I'm saying? They're watching the same shows as their parents. They're, they're, they're seeing these topics. 1,000%. Like, some of these kids joke about the boys and girls club. I guess they be like, what did you say? Like, right. how do you know about that? Right. Why are you saying that? Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you're too young. You know, so in Ecuador, a store in Ecuador is called Sweet and Sexy Kids. No lie. Sweet and Sexy Kids. Okay. No, no one thought that that was weird. No one thought. So how are you going to have a store called Sweet and Sexy Kids? Yeah, I'm a little lost. I'm lost. And, <laughs> yeah. and then they try to justify it by saying, well, across the street is the adult version, adult, sexy, sexy adults or something like that. But I'm like, well, what are you selling in there? Right. You know what I'm saying? I like, saw like some dolls in the window so far. but I saw some little fake stuff, but they might, remember, we heard about kids having thongs before. Yeah, I never I heard, heard that before. Heard that. You know what I'm saying? But so if you look at, if you go into these stores and you look at the kid, the kids' fashion, it's miniature versions of what their moms and their dads wear. Like, I know you've seen the, the pictures of the little boys with, like, the temporary boobs, with, like, Close the skinny up. jeans, with, like, uh, the button-ups and all that. It's like, why are you dressing your son? And I saw, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's not funny. I saw, a man, I saw a man that said, why are you dressing your, your son like the nigga that left you? I saw that. Like, I saw that. And, it, I mean, it's kind of like, sis, what's, what's going on? Like, I mean, they don't even really want, they don't even know. Right, but. the kids themselves. It's like, they don't have an option to be kids. They don't have a choice to be kids anymore no. you know everything is like just a name brand and just really fashion forward and just yeah. the girls stuff is like short and see-through mm -hmm. and netted and it's like why would you want your child to to, to dress like that to look like i don't that? understand what happens to oshkosh and you know what i mean children's well children's faces children's faces kind of like still neutral a little bit I don't think they go over the top. I feel like I feel like the word sexy and kids should never, should never, be, should together. never be together. <laughs> sexy and kids should nice. never, yeah. ever, ever it be together. Be. And I think that that's what we're forgetting here. Like these children are supposed to be innocent, mm -hmm. and you know we we are supposed to protect them. Right. You know that's that's something that is included in child rights and in humanitarian rights when we talk about those things. And so I don't understand how anyone signed off on that. I don't know what. Well, I can't say I don't know what. We do know what they're trying to promote. We do understand mm -hmm. what they're trying to do. And even how that, that, that Namla men loving young boys, they're trying to make it like normalized and stuff. You cannot make that normal. Like, Wait, an older what? man, it's, it's, it's this organization that's trying to normalize like older men loving young boys. Like, it's weird to me. Like, it's like, stop trying to normalize the age difference matters. You know, it's a certain type of level of maturity to right. deal with different kinds of people. Right. You know what I mean? So, I just think that it's very important for us to stay woke. You know, stay woke mean more than just staying woke on just black topics, but stay woke on what is happening with the state of the world, the economy. You know what I mean? What's what's going on? 
All right, so the last thing we'll talk about um, is in now in the world of scumbag news, <laughs> a man uh, got his penis stuck in a 5.5 pound weight at the gym in, in uh, Worms, Germany. Wait, what? Wait. What? He got his penis stuck in the um, weight, the 5.5 pound, 5. 5 pound weight. Oh, like this. I'm trying to confuse, like. A man in No, look, Worms, how do you get weight without the bar in it? Just the. <laughs> Circular I'm pretty part. sure that's the one. I don't know how you. Why have would he wait? Why would? I'm pretty sure that's wait, what we're talking about. The fire department had to break it into five pieces with a grinder and a saw. Five pieces. Five pieces. Dog, what you was doing? Ouchie. Did you give it a picture? Did you ever? I have a picture. That I don't have a picture of. Believe me, I. So they said they they specifically use the word stuck in. The phrase stuck in, stuck in. in. So that's the only heart. that's the only way it could have been. The, the social <laughs> ones that you that the bars yeah, go bar, through. That you, oh, these bulls kinky. What so I mean, it's a way to that scenario have been like for you to put your penis. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a it's a lot of kinky people out here. You know, it's it's okay it, to be kinky, yeah. but in public places. Yeah, they said at the gym. It ain't like it was in his house. Right. Like, Not his home gym. Wow. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Okay, oh, oh, no, 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 I wanted to talk about this too. Oh, Taco Bell stepping their game up. Taco Bell, Taco Bell. <laughs> you already know what They're about to start serving margaritas. Oh, they're, about to, they're about to have 300 new um, locations without drive throughs That's like real trendy. Okay. And you can like go on a date. You be like, yo, what's up? You trying to Taco Bell tonight? Taco Bell, you, you spoil me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you spoil me. <laughs> that's kind of cute, but it's it kind of like... Though. Would you rather do the dishes or cook? I'd rather cook. Depends on who was for. 
She has to go there. Cause if he can cook better than me, boo boo, you got that kitchen all day. I'm a pretty good cook, but if he can cook better than me, that's true. Then baby, if he can cook, I'll help you. I'll help you cook. Babe, babe, yes, yeah, you're right. If he like, can cook, I'll be like, babe, just don't worry. Yes. Put it, leave it in the I'll do the shopping. Thing. I'll help you prep, baby. Handle your business. Yeah, ain't nothing like a man that can cook. Can y'all cook? Yeah. yeah. What you be making? You know, I don't really eat meat and all that shit, so I'll be making a lot of healthy shit. Everything and it's easy, to, it's easy to throw some oh, nice, healthy stuff together. Y'all alright. What you doing? You vegan too? No, no, no. Ah! My family's Caribbean, so I make like curry chicken. Hey, yes, mine! <laughs> that's right. That's right. Eat that meat. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> alright, would you rather strip for money or have sex for money? Have sex for money. It's only one person. Stripping, you're doing it in front of everybody. What if you strip with one person? He's also strategic about it. Mm -hmm. It's only one person. It's only one person. <laughs> Come on. What would you do? I'm trying to think. Because I feel like if you strip, you're probably going to get more money, though. Because it's multiple I people. actually would rather have the sex because it's actually good. But I probably would. I would probably. But what if it's not good? Yeah. But oh, you well, still don't get paid. I can have a couple of drinks and make it do what it do. You know what I mean? And not think about it. I could have a guy and do it. My mind. I'm so good at pretending. You know what? I have sex every, like, not every day. But I have, like, sex on a regular. I'm never strip for money. Like, I'll probably strip for so many. But you probably make a lot of money. I hope so. Listen. People talk about, what's that song? Young niggas like that. Check up. Come fucking check up on these consultant fees that you pay. Would you rather wear someone's dirty underwear or use their toothbrush? Toothbrush. You gotta run the receipt yeah. toothbrush. Yeah. I'll turn my underwear inside out. I will turn that inside out. Y'all turn that inside out. What would y'all, what would, what, there's a nice saying, what would they do? Would it, like, I mean, I, I need to know. Like, what would y'all do? I could wash that off. I could wash that toothbrush. Did that thing peroxide, yeah. all type of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Like, no. If no. you wore your dress three times without yeah. changing, like, I don't know none of that. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine. Uh, I don't know. 
Water's real. My favorite food is so good. Sometimes sex is unfulfilling. Uh, my thing is, you can Seriously. find something else to eat. You said you can't have sex at all. True. Uh, I'm lying. <laughs> like, there's some other food out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not some other food out No, the girl said wear it inside out with, with, the, uh, with the pad, the underwear. Seriously, you're <laughs> <laughs> Y'all play too much. Meme of the week. You guys, you know when we go online. I love this. You love the show? I did. <laughs> so, okay, the meme of the week, um, you know, we're always on our phones, so we've always seen some stuff. So, everyone knows by now um, a little bit of sports. Kyrie Irving, um, he has decided to leave the Cleveland Cavaliers where he plays alongside LeBron, um, and he's going to actually be on the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. And everyone thinks it's shady as, as fuck. Why? Okay. Well, before we get into that, this meme was it said co-workers oh so today's your last day and you didn't tell any of us me that face because he was on um first take and he was with Stephen um Stephen A. Smith see Stephen A. Smith and basically it was like well why do you want to leave and he was also like I don't think I have to tell anybody basically he had that smugness and they right. were like then then they talked about it afterwards and they said two roles don't make it right even though LeBron did it. He shouldn't do it. Like it's it's just a bad and poor taste. It it makes it seem like there's some type of beef between him and LeBron. Okay. Um. You know I'm not a big sports head, y'all. I'm I'm, I'm doing this one for the fellas. Right, you know right. I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> but you know I'm gonna have a little bit of something for everybody. I'm gonna do this for the fellas real quick. If yeah. that's the biggest worry on your, on your plate, we need to be worried about the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if that's the thing that's keeping you up at night, yeah, there's a lot of other things to be up at night. Okay. So there's another meme that I saw. Um. I didn't I didn't have that. To show you, but just the idea of it, what the person said, it said, um, at what age, oh, the dude tweeted, at what age did men start looking at you sexually? He I asked, saw that. And the responses yeah. were interesting. Yeah. The guy said he was disgusted by the responses. Mm. So, at what age did men start looking at you guys sexually? You, women, you know, maybe men too, you know, look, you never know. So, for me, I say 11, 12. It was people that said five. It was people that said eight. This is this is real. This is what I, t- what I tell you mm-hmm. that your your nieces, your daughters, your cousins—they're not safe. Mm-mm. Predators, the predator life, pedophilia. You know what I mean? Everywhere. Once again, I tell you. And people were writing their stories. And I'm like, wow, it's a lot of pain out here. It is. It's a lot of stuff it's that happens to women that are going through. And even when I went to Africa and how I would talk to some of the women, they would be like, you know, they would be like, oh, we're so stressed here. There's no one to talk to. Right. And I'm like, dad, like, it's women all around the world going through stuff, you know, and feeling like just like nothing, right. you know, like nobody cares about them. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of wanted to highlight that that particular meme had me go like, mm, yeah. you know. All right, so now it's time for group gossip. Okay, um, unfortunately, Mystical has been indicted on one count of first degree rape. Wait, again? Mm-hmm. Again, and second degree kidnapping charges. What? His bail is set for three million. Mystical, shake your fast. So apparently, danger is real. He's dangerous. He's dangerous. <laughs> he was yes. letting people know he was dangerous. Right. He was like, well, yes. You know. Yeah, R. Kelly was letting us know his music too. Yeah. And, and, and it's hard. It's hard. Kelly thing. It's just out, out of pocket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even want to get into that because everybody knows what R. Kelly's doing. But it's like that he can't be stopped because he's doing it under the radar. It's like these women are. I don't like, even think it's not even just that. He's doing it for people in positions of power, so they're not gonna. You know what I mean? He's helping their 
little fetishes and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. He's literally the Pied Piper. Yeah, but like for for Mystical to do this, and Mystical is not an ugly man. Mystical got talent. Right, right. He ruined everything to rape. This is his second rape, okay? And he turned himself in. So is this a mental health issue? Was Mystical raped? Was it's, mystical abuse? So we gotta go deeper when we look at some stuff like this. When somebody as attractive as mystical, it's definitely you know, possible. it's raping. And when I was in college, a, a guy that was so handsome, mm-hmm. he was so, a rapist. I heard that he raped some some people, and yeah. I couldn't believe it. But after looking at him, like his ego was so large that he might feel like he just gotta have it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. It just I just. I, I really, at that time, I was like, you know, he probably really did do it. I was used to look at him differently. You I know think what I mean? you just asked a really good question, though, because there's a book that just came out um, by a professor at the University of Texas, um, and he's basically talking about how we don't ask about how men have been violence against men, right? Yeah, we don't. Right? It, it, it always goes to the narrative of women, only because women are way more vulnerable, right? As far That's as what like, society says. Exactly. exactly but right? are we? Well, no, I'm saying as far as the numbers are concerned, but right. we don't ask the question about, because women are touching little boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the time, and, 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 it's, and, it's, and then it's normalized. It's normalized as oh, you should be, you should be strong, them, right? Yeah. No, I, absolutely, absolutely. Like impressions. So exactly. I know two very close male friends of mine who were basically raped, and these women, these older women, impregnated yep. themselves. Yeah, this is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's this is really shocking. But this is like the pain and the hurt and the trauma. Absolutely, right? That's that's going you know, on. Hurt people, hurt people. Exactly. Yeah, so I mean. Yeah. And, and that's why, like, one can only pray for the victims, obviously, first, but also pray for Mystical that he gets the help that he needs or he finds some type of way to free himself of whatever demons he has because that's just not okay. You know what I mean? Um, let's talk about now the VH1 hip hop 90s honor. Was it, I don't know. They're all the same. Okay. The 90s show that came on the other day. Let's just talk about that. I just want to say that it had potential to be phenomenal. The set to me was a bit cheesy. Did you guys see it? I did. The way they set it up to me was very corny. It looked very whitewash hip hop, like what they think that we should have, we should have, or some really white ass black person that just helped them out to do this. You know, like I'm sorry, like it just looked like it, it didn't feel authentic. Right. But there were pieces that were just very good. Uh, Let's just talk about Missy Elliott. For a, for a minute here. The legend. Missy Elliott is a, not only is she a legend, but she should have been recognized. She should have gotten an award. She wasn't? She didn't? No, she, she just performed, right? She just performed, and her performance was sick. Yeah. Her performance took me back to the 90s. Mm-hmm. It took me back to Raw Missy. I mean, she gave her her all. I was like, fuck me. When they called Missy Elliott and said, Missy, you want to perform? She was like, perform? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, Missy. <laughs> like, that thing was lit. Right. I was like, she should have closed the show. Because yeah. now let's talk about Mariah Carey. Who closed, closed the, the show? show? Okay, it was horrible. I heard. I didn't say it, but I heard. You know, I told y'all. Mariah Carey plays games with us. She needs to just say, I'm retiring. I'm going to the nursing home. She was stiff as hell on that stage. She didn't walk the other stage. She had to, Every time she moved on the stage, she had to be carried. I'm telling you. I mean, the thing is, everybody, knows, now? everybody knows Mariah Carey is like the, the ultimate diva for once. All she got to do just walk, though. She was like, it looked like she, it hurt for her to walk. And then she was like, kind of like stumbling, and she wasn't really hitting the no- You wait, you'd be like, okay, if you start, it start off all right, and then you'd be like, and then she'd be like, and you'd be like, oh, right, no. That if it's over, then, then, then it's over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you gotta keep doing this? Mariah Carey should not have to work after all she's done. Yeah. She should not have to be doing this. So why is she? She don't have to work. That's why she's yeah. acting like that. It's good. Oh, okay, okay, okay. When so you retire, you can walk into work doing whatever you wanna do. She's like, I'm over there. She don't wanna let go. She's like, okay, I'm 
I'm gonna show I'm gonna perform. But to be honest though, I think I just think that show they didn't have the right people to represent the nineties because for one, like no. art, it's a hip hop honest. Okay, Mariah Carey has some remixes. Really yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? But she wasn't hip hop. If you gonna do hip hop, then if you yeah. wanna do hip hop and a singer, you get Mary J. Blige, yeah. the queen of hip hop. She wasn't too. there. I ain't seen nothing about Mary J. Blige. I ain't seen nothing about Puff. Like how you had a nineties? Y'all talking about Puff? Y'all ain't talking about Tupac? Like That's who y'all talking what? about? I ain't understand. So I didn't watch it. I just like looked back and seen some of the highlights. And I'm Did like, they, they missing? Nice? No, like, they was missing so much shit. I feel like they were playing games. That's crazy. But they did. That's why I waste my time with, 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 with pop culture. Pop <laughs> culture, listen, I'm a flat out. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. I love it. I love, I love this. I love, you are redefining media. Like, we don't have to rely on that, that cornball no. shit. Like, no. oh my God. Oh my God. That's, that's just, you know. Okay. Yeah. Look out for Businesshood. That's all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. Businesshood. I know Businesshood. Okay, yeah. So, Businesshood. Shout out to my friend Earl.
was like he redefined um, comedy. He redefined relationships. He taught us that you don't have to be perfect in relationships, and you're not going to always be the same. Gina was this corporate America woman who went to college and came from a two-parent household, and Martin was a single, crazy-ass mom, and he probably was from the hood, and he was just so street. And we saw when Martin had no job, and when Gina had to be when he went to the temple, like Martin took us through different ways of, of human human life. You know, so I'm so black experience. Absolutely. I'm so happy that Martin, you know, got his award and but I hope that he continues to keep doing well and that, you know, he has more movies and more success because I think that Martin took a hit a few years ago and they try to count him out, but it's all good. Trick Daddy and Trina did perform. It was it was cool. Trick Daddy and Trina have changed drastically in terms of their appearance. Okay. Trick, Trick Daddy especially, but I think he's sick with something. Yeah, I, think, right. I think Trick got lupus. Don't I, yeah, I think this is right. Yeah, I think he's sick. But I don't know what's going on with um, Trina, but I, I I know she's going to be on Love and Hip Hop Miami, so we will be talking about that because I just want to know what convinced her that that's the way to go. So we will talk about it. All right, so next topic, let's talk about Kevin Hart scandal. There was a, a press conference just yesterday by his mistress, okay? What is her name? Um, Montia Savage. Uh, if you guys are, have been living under a rock and you don't know anything about what's going on with Kevin Hart, uh, a, a woman came out, well, a video came out. She, this woman's now saying she had nothing to do with it leaking of Kevin Hart and this woman becoming like frisky on a set of a video show, something that they were doing, some of work that she was in the scene or well, she was in the background. It was like, you know, kissing or whatever. And Kevin Hart came out with an apology. First thing she was going to talk about the apology video. I think that Kevin Hart should not have made the apology video for the public. It's not the public's business what you do with your family and with your wife and it looks insincere. I think you need to be apologizing to your wife privately right. and dealing with it privately. So now you open that door mm -hmm. of, you know, of no return because now everybody's in your business. Right. And you put the Usher story Yeah, you put the Usher story to rest. I heard you. Usher is somewhere drinking yeah. a cocktail like, thank God. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and it's so crazy because I'm feeling like this is all a setup because this woman that did the press release yesterday, guess who her, guess who her attorney is? Lisa Bloom. Black China's attorney, oh, the, the chick for the, from the Usher Herpes attorney, and then someone was like, does she only represent people that's been on the shade room? I don't know. Mm. But I know that this is crazy, that this woman is being an opportunist on these um, Latinas and, and, and African American women and saying, oh, you can get yours. But it's like, yo, like... Is she a white woman? Yes. Yeah. Are, but are these women really willing to risk their whole reputation on this stuff and try to make it so they're a victim? No one's... A, the only victim in this... Not even Aniko is a victim. Right, yeah. Because Aniko... Apparently, she had an affair with Kevin while he was still married, and then he separated or whatever. And so Kevin Hart's uh, ex-wife recently got on the um, Inside Edition, and she did an interview. I'm not, I'm not saying this was okay. I, I don't support this. I do not support what she did. Yeah. I think she should have stayed very quiet and, yeah. and faded to the back right. because you got your money. Yes, you got your, you even got your fame because you're famous in your own way. Right. You got natural products coming out. You're known as, as Tori Hart, and you are a comedian. Like, why are you? Feeling like you still have to justify this. I know you're still hurt and you want her to get hurt, but she just got hers. So what did she say in the press conference? Basically, she was just like telling like, oh yeah, Kevin was unfaithful to me, and like basically just bringing up all the old stuff. But they had just recently patched up their relationship. But it's Nico's fault because two weeks ago, Nico wrote in the uh, media. She wrote something about like underneath her comment on her Instagram to another fan, like, oh now the truth is out, you know, because the fan was like, oh, I'm so glad that you and Kevin are in love, and, and she said something's kind of sly about, and then Tori was like, you need to just tell the truth that you're gonna speak at all. Okay. So she ruined the relationship that they were building. Right. And this is just so messy to me. You know what I mean? Like, Kevin Hart, like, what's going on here? Kevin! Uh, and then when I got off 
maybe behind the scenes in their minds at, at one point or another they might have thought like you know if only I could be with someone I truly love or if only I could have this person truly just to myself so I just want to kind of talk about like that concept like what do you guys think about um, the the idea of polygamy and polyamory oh and also polyamory before you respond to that polyamory poly, polyamory has always been looked at as a, a thing that hippies do and like old weird many geeky people but that's not the case. A lot of times polyamory is, is definitely practiced a lot, I notice, in the queer community. Um, and I guess queer has come to mean anyone who is like, is basically anyone you're attracted to and... Non-heterosexual people, of any any non-normal. Right. Um, and when I say normal, I mean, I'm really using quotes. Um, sexuality is usually, it's been classified as queer, but absolutely, I mean, I think a huge part of what you started with was that it's really about are we having these open and honest conversations in our relationships to begin with, right? People have been practicing non-marital forms of interaction for a long time regarding sex, regarding child-rearing, everything, right? But then when you put it in this Western context, right, where it's very Christian, it's very white, it's very patriarchal, it's like, all right, who has the right to have happiness the way that they want it? Right. Right? And everybody's not given that opportunity, and some people are stigmatized for it, which is pretty horrible in and of itself. Exactly. And so, like... It's just interesting now that everybody is starting to like break the norms, you know? Would you like a polyamorous or polygamous relationship? I would be open to it. I would be open to it. I will also be open to it. Shut up, you? No, I'm cool. Okay. Why do you say no? Why, what do you think about it? You, you can't tell the truth. I will tell y'all. I think for me personally, it's just like, a, I'm being honest, that's a little ego driven. Um, I'm not trying to control nobody life or nothing like that, but um, when it comes to like love and being in love, like it consumes me. So just being consumed by that shit with one person is enough for me. I couldn't imagine doing that shit with multiple people. And outside of that, it's just like, I feel like it's certain things that go into these relationships. And I'm a, like, I love being with, like being with somebody, but at the same time, I love having time to myself. And I feel like, yo, you got all these wives and all this shit. Like, when you got time to yourself, you got so many people to make happy. Like, you got her to make. Then, then you add the aspect of children. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like. Well, cool. because I, not to control, but I think the culture in Africa, I think, is because the men aren't really taking care of the children as much as the women are in terms of like hand being hand right. on, right. and so they have moments of themselves where they get to go be men and be free. So that's why so much pressure is on women in these countries, and um, it's not that it's fair, but a lot of times it's just a way of life, yeah. you know. But I get you, I feel you. Like, okay, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm not human, and I don't get like jealous when it comes to like sharing my man. Like, I want that intimate relationship. I want to meet my lover to be close. However, um. I don't ever want to feel like I'm suffocating someone or that um, I own someone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I want you to feel free, like free to love me unconditionally and openly. But if you one day go outside that door and you feel like something has come over you, I want you to recognize like what your those feelings are. It may not be that you want to be with this person sexually, but what is it that's attracting to this individual? Like, it's human, you know. Like, and I just feel like I just want to be real with my partner. I want to talk about every aspect, even if it hurts, even if it's embarrassing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if I get really jealous, I can get jealous, but we're gonna sit here and talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, so, but pop, pop, polygamy, polygamous relationships, I've seen a lot of negative things as well. I've seen women get jealous. I've seen them like sabotage each other, self-sabotage. I've seen um, 
just men not hold their part. Mm. Like you can't say you want a bunch of wives and you're not taking care of those wives and taking care of your family. And I think a lot of times that it just be like that's the case. People know men be going to that and they be saying they want that, but they only think about one aspect and that's being right. able to have sexual. sex with a bunch of people, right. bunch of women, and right. everybody know about it. Yes, I see, a lot, of, I see a lot of relationships where the women are taking care of men. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, they wives and they taking care of him. Absolutely, I definitely see a lot of that. And so with polygamy, you gotta—it's a real thought-out process. Mm-hmm. It's a fa- every everybody in the family talks about it. They, mm-hmm. You gotta decide together to do right. something like that. Polyamorous relationships—they can take different kind of forms. It can take—it um, could be two, a couple bringing someone in, and all they do is have sex. Mm-hmm. It could be uh, someone, everyone in like this relationship, maybe just like three people. I like. It's, it, it's about how y'all kind of set it up. I knew somebody who was having a, a polyamorous relationship with someone who had kids. And so they were living there. And then, like, um, the female decided she only wanted my friend, who was a female, and she didn't want her man anymore. So it created a rift. Yeah. You know, because my friend was like, I wanted both of them still. Yeah. You know what I mean? She wasn't. In it. And through the relationship, she ended the 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 main girlfriend ended up getting pregnant. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. that kind of changes dynamics as well because it's one thing to be polyamorous with just the people, but when yeah. you have like kids it's too, it's weird. Yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely, like, it's definitely a especially if you're not in a committed situation like polygamy. I thought like polygamy right. is a lot more committed. Right, right, it right, makes right. a lot more sense than right. polyamory. I mean, well, you gotta get you gotta be polyamorous to be polygamous. I think unless you, I mean, unless you want to go straight from being single to sharing your partner with other people, which is also doable. But um, it's definitely you know when you're just sharing partners sexually and you don't have the the marriage and the um, stability of a polygamous relationship if you're just being polyamorous then it's definitely complicated when you have kids you gotta be careful that's just like being monogamous you gotta be careful who you bring your children around absolutely and, you know how you interact with that person because you want to bring somebody around that's healthy for your children and you don't want to you know jump in and out of relationships and you know like share share yourself and your family and your space with people that's not gonna be there for a long time i mean definitely and i just think that also when you think about polyamory you think about diseases um you gotta yeah. think about like okay so if you are in a polyamorous relationship or y'all just having sex with just y'all three right or is it y'all y'all have this polyamorous relationship and then y'all still got more going right. on out here yeah. it's yeah. well so a part of like the foundation of polyamory like honest polyamory is people being open like right. that is a prerequisite not open when things go wrong not open just because I feel like I have to because you're backing me into a corner but it starts there right the challenge happens when people lie to each other up front and then actually do things and then they gotta have a true honest conversation because they already done fucked up right and I think but it's not just being honest to the other person it's also being honest to yourself about what you can actually handle right like your dick get hard you get wet but from multiple people but at the end of the day can you maintain relationships with these people that are honest and open and truthful to them right can you respect people multiple people at one time because if you don't you probably don't need to be in a polyamorous relationship right 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 so i mean i don't i don't know i think people think they can handle more than they can but you know maybe when you're young it works when you're really really young and you have really nothing to lose and you just want to try it out but i think as you matriculate and get older could you still have it i mean yeah because i don't think like sex is like to be in it to be in a polyamorous relationship, sex gotta be that important to you for you to wanna set it up to where you can have multiple partners and just be out there. You know what I mean? I think when you get older you kinda like, okay, this is what I want, this is what I don't want, you know what I mean? So I, I think it's a it's an element of maturity that, that you know I would, comes I, into play. I would probably argue against maturity, but I would say at different phases in people's lives they they express their sexuality differently. Yeah. Right? And I think that it's easier for a young person who doesn't have kids to do it. 
and so on and so forth because they don't have those other things, right? And there are more, the stakes are higher when you have children and so mm -hmm. on and so right. forth. But I mean, also, like, I would love to hear from, like, your viewers, right? How many people actually are practicing non-truthful polyamorous relationships, right? Many. They're That's why I'm like, they out stop there and they're they not being honest, your right? face, like, how many people are actually cheating? That's why, when, like, somebody wrote a status on Facebook and said, um, like, comment on here if you're a man and you do not cheat. Let's comment me. And, and there was a bunch of guys say me. Somebody wanted, a girl wrote, y'all need to stop lying. <laughs> and I wrote, yes, stop the press. More people are cheating today than ever before. Social media has put the world's baddies at your doorstep. Okay? <laughs> you, okay, you want to play me? Yeah. Swipe right, swipe left. It's easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so at the end of the same day, for women, same for women. Everyone, yeah. everyone is cheating. I didn't yes. say it's a man. Yeah. At this point, it's everyone. Before it was to be like poor woman, you're sitting at home, boohoo, crying your eyes out. But now it's like honestly, men and women. So at the end of the day, you might as well be polyamorous. <laughs> You know, it's the element of being truthful that people yeah. can't because fall in line with. People fear the truth. People yes, don't want they you. Do. They do. People fear the truth. They people. fear their own truth. Mm -hmm. Their own they truth. Really <laughs> Which is the crazy part. Yes. And yours. why? Like, 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 like if friends, you ask them, did you sleep with? Would you sleep with someone else? They might say no, but then, but if you say if you make them comfortable enough, they might say I might sleep with someone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then if no. they ask you and then you say repeat that, they will lose their mind. Right. You'll be like, well, damn, you right. did it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know so. People be playing. People are tripping out here. Like, be honest with yourself. Like, I think you should just be honest. Like, yeah. in every interpersonal relationship, be honest, right? In every area of your life, <laughs> exactly. be honest. Like, seriously. Yeah, definitely be honest. But you know, you guys, it's been a pleasure tonight talking sex from the stars, polygamy, polyamory. Um, I hope you guys out there who are polygamous and polyamorous, you reach out to me. We can do a part two. We can talk about it. Let us know how it really goes down. You know what I mean? But. Stay tuned for more. Oh, if you want to um, follow all, any of these people on here, guys, tell me your uh, Instagram handle. Oh, I'm at Roxy Mobile Styling. Styling with the G at the end. Roxy with two X's. Um, yeah. At L-M-T-A-L-L-E-Y. L-M-T-A-L-E-Y. My name. Um, at Uncool underscore Chuck on pretty much everything. And you guys know you can follow me at Been to the Guru and at Sex Moon and Stars. We're always, always, always looking for more guests, more fun, more ideas. So make sure you guys tune in, call up, whatever. Yes, next time we're gonna do the phone thing the right way. Okay, mm -hmm. we're gonna really. I'm not gonna disappoint. You know, sometimes these things are faulty, but perhaps you know it's always a teachable moment in all of this, right? So make sure you tune in next week, same time, 7:30 Thursday. Peace. Peace. Peace.